throwing hands uh it's just me right now daniel didn't watch uh dana white contender series uh season four episode two so it's just me so i'm gonna be reviewing what's what's been going on in that five contracts were given out on a tuesday night uh very surprised i'll, I'll get my thoughts on that so i'm just gonna head right into it so the first fight of the night was adams versus kasang and i um these two dudes were throwing bombs the whole fight uh, Kasaga Knight was throwing wild punches. He's not too refined, in my opinion. He, he's a veteran of the contender series. He's been on it before. Uh, and Adams was very patient with low kicks, diverse attacks from both. And Adams was very refined. He's a very – he's a Muay Thai fighter. So that co- that comes uh, natural to him when it comes to uh, refining. Huh? My teeth look weird. Anyway, so in round two, it was all Kasaga Knight. Uh, Kasaga Knight was teeing off with combos and kicks. And Adams was very patient with combos. Kasang and I got a very nice takedown. Adams uh, threw threw a, he- a hand over his head, and Kasang and I just took advantage of that. It was very, it was a very good all round fight. And then Kasang and I, he won that round ten eight in my opinion. He did win one round ten eight, and Adams won the first round, I believe. But Kasang Kasang and I won the last two. So Kasang and I takedown had top control for a very very long time. I don't know exactly how much time he had takedown control, but it was a very long time. Uh, and then Kasaga and I hit Adams with a low blow, and they had a five-minute break, but then Kasaga and I turned it on. So Kasaga and I earned a contract. I, thought, I personally thought he earned a, a prospect contract, but that's just me. But he did look really, really good in this fight. And I can't blame Dana White for giving him one. He, he put his whole heart out there. All right, so, so TJ Laramie versus Daniel Swain. Um, Laramie, this fight ended quickly because uh, Swain popped his rib, I think, or he broke it, one of the two. So... But Laramie showed some really good stuff. Laramie had about four minutes of top control in the first round, which was the only round. And Swain had about four submission attempts with arm bars. And I think he had a leg triangle in there, I believe. So he looked really, really good until, um, you know, he got hurt. But uh, Daniel Swain, don't be surprised if he comes in as a, uh, what you might call it, uh, a late signee and someone, a replacement fighter. Because he can do, he can do some work on the ground. Um, I asked uh, Julian Arosa after this fight because he fought Julian Arosa. You know, we interviewed him. I'll I'll leave the I'll link his interview at the end of the video. But he looked. Uh, Arosa said, "Hey, don't count him out because I thought I wasn't going to be in the UFC ever again. Look at me. I want to fight. So don't uh, count out uh, Daniel Swain on this. But uh, Laramie got his contract. I think he, I believe he deserved it. Uh, with the, as much." Uh, top controls he had he had great scrambles I really like this Laramie guy a lot and he's only 22 so he's only going to get better all right so to Demopolis versus uh McKenna uh very interesting fight um I th- it was hard for me to decide the first round uh Demopolis got taken down by McKenna but Demopolis did more work when she was on her back than McKenna did when she was on top because uh I know Demopolis is only trained specifically MMA but she looked really really good on on her back uh putting triangles around her really just uh kind of what's it called uh not allowing McKenna to do much on top for the first round at least uh and she almost got an arm bar there in the 
in the second round. She almost got one in the first round too, but she couldn't quite secure it and get the arm under her armpit in order to lock it up. And then round two, uh, they were exchanging a lot. McKenna got a, a, a trip Demopolis and they got on the a ground and Demopolis was thrown wild in the second round. I don't know what was up with her. When she was refined, she was doing quite good, but when she got uh, wild, it really didn't work too well for her. So that's really, it's it's really uh, up to the people there for who, what this, who this round went to. I gave it to McKenna personally. And yeah, Demopolis did have an armbar attempt. It was nasty, but she couldn't get the arm under uh, McKenna's hand under her armpit to secure it. And the, the third round went to McKenna. There was some exchange at the beginning, but McKenna uh, dominated with top control. She looked really good. And she's only 21 years old. She's only a couple years older than I am. So she's, she has a lot of potential. And uh, Demopolis had another armbar attempt in the third round, but couldn't quite secure it. I was surprised that Dana White gave the contract to McKenna personally, but I think McKenna could have gotten a prospect contract. That's what I would have done if I were Dana White. But she did look really, really, really good. Uh, and she has a lot of potential. But the one thing I have about her and Demopolis, because I wouldn't be surprised if Demopolis gets brought on as a late person, is that McKenna and Demopolis have uh, reaches in the four foot, uh, about four foot eight, four foot ten range. So they, when they strike, they have to really get up into the pocket. So I don't really see, uh, I could see how their reach disadvantage would be a serious disadvantage against some of these, especially some of these ladies. If they, I believe they're flyweights. And that, that, that stuff won't fly against people like Shevchenko and Calvillo, who have uh, significant reach advantages over them. So, uh, on to the next fight, Yanez versus Huang. Yanez, man, he's, I, this fight barely lasted anything, but he showed his stuff. Wong, is, Wong was, not, was a very decent prospect on that regional circuit. So, I believe uh, Yanez really proved himself in this fight. And there's really not much else to that. I mean, Yanez, a quick KO and... Uh, great uh combo and he had a nice one uh Wong through that uh overhand uh that hook over Yana's head he slipped through the overhand and it just looked really really nice uh Yanez, I think he's going to be a problem he has very refined boxing and this dude will quit his day job as a as a water meter reader I think that's what he is anyway to uh Stoltzfus but versus a uh, Pfeiffer um so Stolfus, a uh, German fighter, he says, but he's from America. He's been living in Germany since about 2012. He's a very, very, uh, he's very good. I enjoyed watching him. They were feeling out each other out, had leg kicks. And then my uh, video started, so I didn't see like the TKO. But Stolfus took uh, Pfeiffer and slammed him down. But Pfeiffer decided to, uh, to plant himself, which you're not supposed to do. I know from experience, you're not supposed to plant yourself when you fall. I've sprained both wrists at the same time. They still haven't been... They're, they're pretty much the same, but it, they crack a little bit every once in a while. So don't brace yourself when you fall or get taken to the ground because that will just hurt you more. And then Stoltzfus got the TKO because Pfeiffer dislocated his elbow, I believe. I'm not too sure about it. I can't really con uh, confirm that. I'll look that up later. But arm injury, TKO, and then Stoltzfus got the contract. I mean, he did show what he could do. He's 28. He's in his prime. And I think this is the time you want to get a guy like Stoltzfus. Really good. He's very good at what he does. and. I think that's, that's some good stuff from Stolzfus. I really enjoyed watching him do work. And don't be surprised if Pfeiffer comes in later as a late replacement because he's only 23 and he has a lot of skill. So I believe uh, everybody deserved a contract to an extent. I, like I said, Kasaganai and McKenna deserved more prospect contracts. And I don't think you, and I think Dana White locked a lot of these people up because a lot of the U.S. talent is being 
used now because they're having a lot of fights in the U.S. And he really needs to just restack the roster and rotate people. Like Kasagana is fighting next week in a, at uh, the Munoz Edgar, I believe, uh, card. If I'm not mistaken, I'm going to check that real quick. But they're they are both really really good prospects. And sorry guys, this is taking a while. Let me look. Um, yeah, Munoz versus Edgar card. So it's uh, Kasagana is really really looking good here. So. I think Kasagana has a lot of potential. Big, throws bombs. And wherever he decides to compete, light heavyweight, heavyweight, I think you'll make some noise. All right, guys, that's going to do it for me. Uh, Danny didn't catch up on this, so it was just me today. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, and we'll see you Monday for uh, UFC 252 Review.